0: Glory to Glory, the radio teaching ministry of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. Join us now in our study as we open the word together.
1: Okay, if you can turn with me, we're going to be taking our text out of 2 Peter chapter 3, picking up in verse 10. So 2 Peter 3:10. Title of our message here this morning is Be Ready. Be ready. I don't know about you, but when I was in school, I hated pop quizzes. And the reason why I hated pop quizzes because I was never ready. I was always, and I still tend to lean towards uh, doing this, is waiting for the last minute to do things. So I would never prepare ahead of time. I would always prepare for tests. If I knew the test was coming on such and such day, the night before or the day before, I would study. And then I would be able to, you know, take the test. But pop quizzes would always catch me on guard because of the fact, again, I wasn't ready. I wouldn't just, you know, know everything. I wouldn't stay in the text like we were supposed to read and study and be always ready. I wasn't that kind of person. And I, I remember when the teacher, especially in grade school, I remember one time the teacher said, okay, I want everybody to put, take everything off your desk, just have a pencil on your desk. We're having a pop quiz. And I remember to this day what I did. I put my hands on my head and I put my head down like this at my desk because I knew I wasn't ready. And typically, this particular time, the teacher says, okay, I'm going to give you 20 minutes. There's like five questions. You have 20 minutes to answer those five questions. Nothing on your desk except your pencil. And she went and handed out the paper, and I just sat there with my head down and just frantically trying to figure out what to write down and what to answer. Possibly, I don't remember this part, but maybe even trying to look at the neighbor next to me <laughs> because they were ready. Ready? And I also remember that other kids, were they were ready. Some of them were, were ready for the test. They were smiling and excited. And th- we had 20 minutes or so. They, in five minutes, were like, do, 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 do. Take their pencil, they go, do. I'd be like, I'm gonna kill that person. <laughs> and I would have my pencil and I I remember the nerve being nerve-wracked and I'd be there with my pencil and write and think and what can it be and look around and trying to see if I can get an answer and the teacher and I remember this is the same day the teacher said okay all pencils down on the desk and I've still got my pencil out she goes Mr. Pettick I said put your pencil down the test is over and I knew I'd fail that particular test why it came unexpectedly I didn't expect it. We're told in scripture, when Jesus comes, it's gonna be at a time we don't even realize. it. We just read, it's gonna be unexpected when Jesus comes. We, we looked at last week, the rapture of the church. We, we looked at why we believe, why I believe the rapture of the church will be before the seven years of tribulation. If you were not here, I recommend go on our website, CCOTH.com, look at it because I believe clearly, clearly, clearly the Bible teaches that the rapture will come before the time of tribulation. If you look at the book of Revelation, we broke it all down from chapter one right to the end of, the, of, of Revelation. We broke it down. It's in a chronological order. The rapture happens first before the wrath is poured out on the people of the earth. The church is taken up, not mentioned again after the church age, not mentioned again all during those, the time of tribulation, never mention the church, never, why we're not here. So get that, please, if you didn't see that, I would highly recommend that. But Jesus can come at any time, do we know that? I believe that, you might be here today, and, and I believe we're gonna look at in our text, it, we're to have that expectation, we're to expect it, we're to eagerly expect it, and we're gonna look at that. So with that being said, can you please stand with me and I'm going to read these few verses. Thank you. So again, 2 Peter 3, we're going to be looking at verses 10 to 13. The Apostle Peter writes, verse 10, that the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat If you're a believer here today, that's us. Nevertheless, we as a church, the believers, according to his promise, we are looking for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness, rightness dwells. Lord, these four verses that are before us, I know we're gonna talk, Lord, about very serious stuff here. And Lord, I would ask that you would help as we open up your word to rightly divide it. And Lord, I'm well aware of different beliefs and different understandings of end time events. And Lord, I I don't stand up here thinking that I have it down pat and I know exactly how all this is going to fit together, but I know you know, and I know we have your word. So I would ask that as we look at these verses that you would shed some light on the times we're living in today may you shed some light on our hearts right now that we would be open to what you have to say and help us lord as we look at this just to really try to understand what it is your spirit is saying today what is your spirit the holy spirit what is the, your spirit saying to us the church today please give us that understanding bless our time lord what an exciting thing we get to Spend time looking at your word and pondering these wonderful truths. So bless our time, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You can be seated. Thank you. So if you, again, if you were here last week, we looked at the rapture of the church. We looked at why we believe what we believe. I know, again, there's different understandings uh, regarding the time of the rapture. Uh, I think I did my best to, to just kind of break it down the best way I could. I even put some charts up there and all. So we went through that. So we're not going to go through that part again. But we're going to look at here, we're going to talk about being ready for his coming. We're going to talk about uh, what's going to happen when he comes. And what are we to do while we're waiting for his return? What, what are we called to do? And that's all here in our text. So I'm going to just kind of jump right into it. Back in verse 10, it says, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. In which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, the elements will melt with fervent heat, both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. If you're not a believer, that's a pretty scary thing, don't you think? If you're a believer, it's really an exciting thing. It's an exciting thing because this earth is going to be done away with. This earth is going to, uh, it's going to dissolve. It's going to, God's going to destroy this earth talk about global warming well that's nothing compared to it's not going to be like many people are thinking and you hear people say it's all going to burn man well it's true it's all going to burn man but ultimately you know the result of Jesus Christ coming to the earth will bring a new heaven and a new earth as it we just read in verse 13 the heavens will be destroyed. The earth will be destroyed. You know, sometimes I would wonder, well, why is heaven? I understand earth. Satan's been here and defiled this place. There's been sin. There's been corruption here on this earth, and it's going to be destroyed. I get that, but why heaven? Well, remember, Satan even was in heaven. He was, some believe uh, that he was like the worship leader there in heaven. And he defiled even heaven. So we're going to have a new heaven, a new earth, where Satan never was there ever, and there's no defilement whatsoever And it's gonna be the most glorious place that we've ever known. It's a good thing for us as believers. But it starts with the rapture of the church. These end times events start with the rapture of the church. Jesus is gonna come, he's gonna take us up to to be with him. The rapture of the church. What is the rapture of the church? Thank you for asking that question. (laughs) The rapture of the church is a time when Jesus Christ is going to take the true believers, those that are believers in Jesus Christ that have the, God's Holy Spirit living in us, we will be caught up together with our Lord in the cloud. It can happen at any time. Instantly, in an instant, we'll be just gone. And the rest of the world will be left here. Those that did not accept Christ, those that rejected Christ, those that are you know, just sitting on the fence saying, well, maybe someday I'll believe. I don't know, I'll just do it. When I get around to it, we're gone. And it's a serious thing. And I believe, listen, the rapture of the church, as we looked at last week, it can happen at any time, at any, and so you don't have to, you know, some people will tell, well, this has to take place first, this, you know, this is going to happen, we're going to have to go through half of the tribulation period, and all these crazy things. Please get last week's study. I don't believe at all that the book of Revelation teaches that. It's in a chronological order. It can happen at any time. Don't let anybody fool you. And I believe why people try to teach different beliefs. This is my understanding. So I'm not behind the pulpit. This is my opinion, please. But I believe that if we believe that we have to first go through all this time and tribulation, it could keep us from living a real pure life. Because if we know Jesus could come at any time, that holy hope purifies me. And it should purify you. And it's serious. This is serious stuff, guys. When we look at Ezekiel's prophecy about Israel becoming a nation against all odds, what happened? Israel became a nation against all odds. When we look at the fact that it says what will happen after Israel becomes a nation, what is gonna happen? There's gonna be different countries that are gonna join an alliance and they're gonna come and attack Israel. Don't worry, you might say, well, we're going to Israel. Don't worry, God is protecting them. We'll get a front row seat of God just going, hey, I'm here. He will protect. And then rapture, I believe, is right before that anyhow. So we're going to have a front row seat. We're going to be the first ones up probably. So I don't know. Just, Just throwing that out there. But. Against all odds, it, it predicts the, the, the nations that will come against them. It's all predicted, all told who it's gonna be. And it's like Russia, Iran, and Turkey. And you would look at that maybe 30, 40, 50 years, you'd say, that's crazy. I remember reading that thinking, how are we gonna get Turkey to join alliance with these guys? I re- remember thinking, I believe it by faith, but I, I don't see how it can happen. Who's on the northern border of Israel today? Russia, Turkey, Iran, right, right there in Syria. Imagine that. Really, who said they would be there? The Bible, Ezekiel. But you know it says that that will be in the last days, that will happen in the last days. And again, I, I'm repeating this part, but, and it says right around that time, right after that time, God will turn again to the nation of Israel and he will pour out. It says he will pour out. Listen, he will pour out his spirit. He will pour out his spirit on the nation of Israel. What does that tell you as a Bible believer? What does that tell you as a, the, the ones that love the Bible? It tells us, wait, wait, who is he pouring out his spirit on right now? Church. Thank you. The church. He's pouring out his spirit. He's pouring out his spirit upon the church today, pouring out it on believers, known as the time of the Gentiles. Yes, there's Jewish believers here with us, but it's the time of the Gentiles, right? When the last Gentile is caught, uh, but when when the the last, excuse me, when the last Gentile gives his life to Christ, we're out of here, guys. And that's called the rapture of the church. But what I'm trying to get at is, is, okay, he's pouring out his spirit on us When that battle takes place that I just talked about, he's going to go like this. He's going to turn and pour out his spirit on the nation of Israel again. What does that tell you? I believe that tells me very clearly we are gone. Rapture. At any day, at any moment. We're to live in that type of expectancy and we're going to look at that. But listen, we're to live in that type of expectancy, but we see all kinds of signs. We see all kinds of things. We see we're living in a day where Bible prophecy is happening right before our eyes. We can open up the pages of our Bible and match it up with the newspaper and we can say, yes, this lines up perfectly. So my point is, I guess, are you ready for the rapture? I'm going to just put a chart up here real quick. Present church age. We are in this age right here. Rapture of the church. I I, Sometimes I'll put a little thing here given the date today. I won't do that. I believe we're right here. So right in there somewhere. I really believe that. I don't believe we're way back here. I don't believe we're over here. I believe we're real close to the rapture of the church. Why? Because of what's happening today. Look at the nation Israel, okay? So rapture of the church, we know that. We're gonna, seven years tribulation. We've already talked about that many times. The desecration of the temple. That's when uh, uh, the Antichrist uh, steps into the new temple. There will be a new temple. They're talking about doing the new temple. It won't take them long to build the new temple. Uh, uh, The Antichrist will uh, step in there, declare himself to be God, And they will flee, the Jewish people will flee. That's in the center, that's there. Okay, then you have the return of Christ. The rapture is when Jesus comes for the church, right? The second coming return of Christ is when Jesus comes with the church, right? He's gonna come with us. We're gonna be riding on white horses, on white horses. Who's gonna fight? Jesus. We're not fighting, guys. If you're, you guys are here, you love to fight and love to do all that kind of stuff, well, sorry to say it, Jesus is going to just speak a word, it's going to go out like a sword, and he's going to destroy the nations. We're just on the horses going, whoa, check that. <laughs> we're going to be like this, like, did you, did, did, did you see that? That's right here, we're going to come back. We're going to come back and white horses. We're going to have our time with Jesus seven years. We're going to have the marriage supper of the Lamb up there in heaven celebrating with Jesus. Destruction's going to happen on this Earth. You do not want to be here during this tribulation period. You do not want to be here. Satan and the Antichrist, as you read through the book of Revelation, Satan will have power over the tribulation saints. He will have power over them. He doesn't have power over the church today. Why? Because greater is he that's in us. Than he that. Okay, just want to make sure you guys are awake. Okay, the millennial period, thousand year reign, I'm trying to keep as still as I can, thousand year reign of Christ, we will be there. This will be similar to the time of Adam and Eve. It'll be similar. The wolf will lay down with a lamb. It's going to be a time of of, of, of peace, uh, kind of. It's going to be forced righteousness, though, because there will still be people left over on the earth that are not believers yet. There will be a forced righteousness. We will rule and reign with him as kings and priests. I don't fully understand that, but I'm excited. So, I didn't. this is new. The heaven and the earth. I believe, okay, the white throne judgment, nobody in this room wants to be at the white throne judgment. We have a Bema seat judgment. We do not have a white throne judgment. The white throne judgment is where unbelievers will stand before the throne of God, and they will be cast out into the lake of fire with Satan and the Antichrist, the false prophet, They're going to be tossed out. I believe, probably, most likely, right after that, the earth will be destroyed. And then there'll be the new heaven and new earth. And then we live happily ever after. Amen? Amen. And we talk about the rapture. We talk about, you know, this is going to be exciting. It'll be so exciting for us guys. Listen, for you and I that know Christ, it's going to be marvelous. We will be caught up in the air with the Lord. Never to be separated from Jesus Christ ever again. Do you know that? Never. Once we're caught up with him, we're never going to be separated. We're in heaven with him. We come back with him on the horses. We rule and reign with him in the millennial period. We go into the new heaven and new earth. The new heaven and new earth, we don't have a clue exactly what it's going to be like. We'll have new bodies, glorified bodies. We do not know what we'll be like, the Bible says, but we will be like him, like Jesus. So we'll be able to handle the destruction of the the earth and heaven because we have new bodies, glorified bodies, and we're going to have the new heaven and new earth, and we're going to rule and reign with him forever and ever. So listen, it's exciting for us. I know for a fact, thank you, Lord. My name is written in the book of life. I'm born again. God's Holy Spirit lives in me. This hour that comes, the time of the the rapture, it doesn't freak me out. I'm not scared even a little bit. I'm excited. And I live with expectancy. I truly do. There's probably not a day that goes by that my wife and I don't say, it could be today. It could be today. Would it be awesome if it's today? And you might be here today and say, well, I have family members that don't know the Lord. I have good friends that don't know the Lord. I know, I do too. I'm sure we all do. But it might take the tribulation period before they come to know Christ. This is serious stuff. I just want to point out, it's interesting when you look at this, the thief in the night, is that Jesus is going to come as a thief. Uh, in, In the church period, the seven letters to the seven churches, the wording is used here for Jesus coming as a thief. This is during the church time, okay? So I just want to point this out. There's another passage we're going to look at during the tribulation period. It also talks about Jesus coming as a thief. So people sometimes are real dogmatic when it says, oh, it says that he's coming as a thief in the night of the day of the Lord, that's for sure. The second coming of Jesus Christ and da-da-da-da-da. I get it, but it starts with the rapture of the church. It starts with the rapture of the church. And so it does use the same wording here, Church of Sardis, the Church of Sardis, Jesus speaking to the Church of Sardis. uh, If you're a note taker, the Church of Sardis is known as the dead church. We never ever want to be the Church of Sardis. That's the dead church. That's the church down the street. No, that was a joke, that was a joke. (laughs) Joke, sorry, just being silly. Okay, and the angel of the church of Sardis <laughs> writes, these things says he who has the seven spirits, the fullness of God's spirit, and the seven stars, the seven angels of the seven churches. That's what that means. I know your works that you have. Listen to this. You have a name that you're alive, but you are, can we say it together? You are dead. That means there's churches out there that think, oh, we're alive, and we're doing so great, and we're prospering, and we've got building projects. We've got this going on. We've got that going on. We are so alive, and... Jesus looks at the church and says, you're dead. You're a dead church. Why? Because Jesus isn't reigning in that church. The gospel doesn't go out in that church. Do you know there's many churches today, they do not preach the gospel? I have a friend of mine, he left a church, where he was going to a church for months, and he finally went to the pastor of the church and the elders, and he says, I have a problem with your church. And he goes, well, what's wrong? He says, you never preach the gospel. And they, listen to this, this is what they told him. They said, we don't do that here. He says, well, let me get this straight. You don't share the gospel of Jesus Christ that you've saved by grace through faith and and that you can be born again? No, we don't do, we're not called to do that. He left the church immediately. That's a dead church. That's a dead church. Be watchful, be awake, be looking for the return of Christ and strengthen the things which remain. The dead church is saying, you have a little stuff going on, strengthen those things because they're ready to die. You got a little stuff going on that's good, but... You're gonna die if you keep down that same road. For I have not found your works perfect before God. Remember therefore how you have received and heard. So you've heard the good news. Hold fast and what does he tell that church to do? Repent. He's telling the church to repent. Therefore if you will not watch, be watchful, be ready. I will come upon you as a? Thief. As a what? Thief. Thief. I will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. That's the church, okay? During the time of tribulation, we see the same thing. This is during the tribulation period. He says, behold, I'm coming as a thief. Blessed are blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments. In other words, they, they've accepted Christ. They believe in Christ. They, they're watching for the Lord's second coming during the tribulation period. That's the waiting for a second coming. We looked at the chart already. Lest he walk naked, if if he doesn't have Christ, and they see his shame. So we see that wording in both places. Let's move on. Let's look back in our text. Verse 11, please. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? Since everything's gonna dissolve, everything's gonna burn, since Christ is gonna come and set up a new heaven and a new earth, the shout goes out to everyone, listen, every one of us that are here as believers in Christ saying, what kind of person do you think you should be? And if we were here thinking, what kind of, okay, well, this is what, this question, okay, what kind of person, you're asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you, what kind of person should I be? What kind of person? See, it's going to dissolve. Jesus is going to come. We're going to set up his kingdom. We're going to live forever with him. What kind of person should I be? Well, it's easy. It's, it's an open book test. While we're waiting, eagerly, as we look at, eagerly waiting for his return, expecting him to come at any time, we'll look at that. What kind of person should we be? Holy. Word, if you're a no taker the word holy means separate, separated to God. Nation of Israel, they're known as a holy nation. Why? Because they were separated from the Gentile, the pagan world. They were separated to God. They were considered a holy nation. We're considered a holy nation, a holy group of people. The church were set apart for God. God pulled us out of darkness and he brought us into his marvelous light. We're born again of his Holy Spirit. He's saying now because you know this, you know that everything's gonna dissolve. You know there's gonna be a new heaven and a new earth. You're gonna live in a glorious place forever and ever. He's saying you've got work to do.
0: Glory to Glory with Pastor Joe Pettick and Outreach of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. If you would like to enter into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, call now at 714-788-8221. That's 714-788-8221. We'd like to extend an invitation to visit us here at Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. Our address is 16450 Pacific Coast Highway in Huntington Beach, California, 92649. We're located in Peter's Landing Marina in Huntington Harbor. Our Sunday service times are 10 a.m. and 12 o'clock noon. Our Tuesday evening Bible study begins at 7 p.m. Now may we continue to go to His throne of mercy as He changes us from glory to glory.